Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, it's time for Charitable Georgia. Brought to you by Bees Charitable Pursuits and Resources. We put the fun in fundraising. For more information, go to beescharitablepursuits.com. That's B-E-E-S charitablepursuits.com. Now, here's your host, Brian Pruitt. Good morning out there, listeners. It's another fabulous Friday, and welcome to Charitable Georgia. I've got another exciting episode for you today. We had three amazing folks last week, Stone, and this week we got three more amazing people. So I hope you're ready for uh, another fun show. First off, we are going to welcome Christina Woodard from Whistlepig Creative. So, Christina, welcome to the show. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm great. So, uh, first off, I just want to let everybody know that I learned that pigs cannot whistle. I tried, and I couldn't get him to whistle. But uh, then I realized that it's not really a pig. So, share what a whistle pig is. So, a whistle pig is actually a groundhog. Um, it's the Appalachian. Uh, I guess people in Appalachia call them whistle pigs. Um, because when they are in trouble or they sense anything going on around them, they whistle to alert the, the rest of them. And honestly, groundhogs are just really, really cute. So once we saw that they were named whistle pigs, we were like, oh, well, that's the name of our business now. Oh, there you go. All right. right. So, yeah. so now you all have learned something for a piece of trivia, some useless knowledge. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, so I, I want to talk to you a little bit about your background and, Part of the reason we do this show is about positive things happening in your community. And you have a nonprofit background and you started yeah. a nonprofit. So share a little bit about that and, and why that's close to your heart. So when I was um, so it, it goes back to um, being being raised in the church. My parents were both youth pastors. So um, giving back and volunteering was always something that we just did in our family. Um, so I really realized that that was my heart and my passion. Um then when I guess I was 21, I had the opportunity to join someone in the area in forming a nonprofit called Project Live Love. And it was just such an amazing opportunity. We worked in Atlanta, was um, our main area of focus, and it was to work with the homeless um, in Atlanta and to bring about awareness and opportunity for those in sex trafficking. So it was uh, it was awesome. It was It was a really great opportunity and a really great way to just really learn a little bit more about myself and like the heart that I have and um, what I'm truly passionate about. And it, it's just turned out to be people. So uh, it's awesome. So um, is that, first of all, is that nonprofit still around? Yeah, they are. So they're still um, in Atlanta. Uh, the The guy that was running it was, his name is Drew Benton. So um, he did a great job with Live Love and as far as I know, it was still going on. I uh, I was with it for about two years, and then I had to. Uh, I was a single mother at the time, so I had to start making a little bit of money. There but you go. Uh, right. but yeah, it was it was a great opportunity. We did um, we did a lot during the winter because, as you know, it's incredibly cold in Atlanta. Um, so we had a a great campaign that was called Three O We Go. And it just gave us an opportunity to be on the streets at night and meeting people and giving them blankets and keeping them warm. And really just the entire purpose of the nonprofit was to show love and connection. We weren't trying to change these people's lives. We weren't trying to necessarily get them off the street. We were just trying to show them what connection with other humans can do for you and what uh, 
truly feeling love is like. So that was, that was the main point. So three years ago, our church in Marietta, pardon me, our church in Marietta actually did something with Project Live Love. Oh yeah. We had them in our parking lot and brought some of the homeless in and we had uh, portable showers and people to cut hair and did some nails and stuff like that. So, um, so I'm familiar with them as well. So, but when you and I met, I did not realize that you were, had started that group. So that's pretty cool. You mentioned that your passion is people. Yeah. And so you and your husband have whistle pig. Yes. So share a little bit what you guys do with whistle pig and I'll get to why I'm asking this in a second. Okay. So uh, my husband and I own whistle pig creative, which is a graphic and web design company. Um, My husband had the, the business before we got married. So um, it was called Woodrow studios. So I had to rename it um, <laughs> and get and get a little piece of me in it. But um, so we really just focus on serving um, small businesses in our community and helping them grow their awareness online. One of the big pieces that we've really been pursuing in 2022 has been being a part of helping nonprofits get their information to glow, to really grow their awareness. So that's been one of our biggest um points this year, which has been great. We've been able to help um, Georgia Diversified Industries, which is an amazing nonprofit in Cartersville, Georgia, helping those who have mental, physical, and developmental disabilities and just giving them an opportunity to work and be a productive member of their community. And um, we're partnering with, well, we'll be building the website for the Good Neighbor Homeless Shelter soon, which is another amazing organization in Cartersville, just really doing great work and helping as many people as they possibly can. Awesome. Well, that's where I was going when you talked about the uh, Georgia Diversified. You are also helping promote an event they're doing in January. You want to speak about that? Absolutely. So um, January 7th, Georgia Diversified is hosting the first 5K of 2023 for Bartow County. So it'll be January 7th, starting at 9 o'clock. Entries for adults, $25 for children. I believe it's 20 um, so it starts at nine and we will be doing the 5k after that. We'll have food trucks, live music. It's a full day. Like it's a full event. It's not just the 5k and you go home. Um, we really want people to gather and create community in this space and get to meet some of the people that they're supporting by running in the race. Awesome. Well, I know he's not here, but your husband has a, a pretty cool thing. He has a band, right? Yeah. Yeah, he does. He so does. Tell us a little bit about his band. Uh, so the band is Gypsy Outfit. Um, I don't know how to explain. So I would say they're like psych- psychedelic folk. Uh, they're a little out there and it's fun. Uh, they're definitely it's it's a good time. But um, this, sat- this Saturday tomorrow, actually, they are um, doing a recording of their new album. So hopefully we'll have uh, we'll have new music coming out soon. But he's awesome. the he's the drummer in the band. Awesome. Um, so can you tell me why it's important as a small business yourself to get involved in the community and help others? Yeah. Um, well, I just I find I've gained so much support from that. Uh, I think it's an I think it's so imperative that we all are involved in our community, especially with the way things are now. I think a lot of us have lost connection. A lot of us have um, really been super isolated lately. So what I've found is that uh, I have gained so much support, inspiration, and just 
love from being involved in my community and finding people who are like-minded. I think that that's a big part of it is I've really been intentional about finding people who do like yourself, like who do want to give back to the community and, um, and just getting involved has been really life-changing and uh, great for Whistlepig and myself. Well, another thing that I think is pretty cool that you're doing is uh, you're looking to start a, a women's group networking group and help the women in business. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's kind of a, a cool thing as well. Speak a little bit about that. So I'm super excited to talk about that. Um, so I joined Cartersville business club in June of this year um, where I met you. And I found that I, I just didn't, I didn't identify as someone who would be in a networking group who was super businessy and professional. Like that just didn't seem like anything that I would really fit into. Um, but I wanted to get out of my comfort zone and do things. So uh, I started getting involved and I was so surprised at um, what that truly meant and what I've learned from it. Being in this group, I've found um, and connected with so many women. And one of the biggest hurdles that I think women in business face is that connection and that community piece. Um, I've also found that uh, men and women network slightly differently. Um, So men tend to be a little more transactional with their networking, um, which is great. It works. Women tend to be a little bit more relational with their networking. And uh, I just wanted – we. The girls that I'm uh, starting this with, uh, Casey Ripley and Ashley Pritchett and myself, we just really wanted to give a safe space for women to connect, to become community, and to really find inspiration, um, opportunities for mentoring, just different things like that. We just felt like there was a hole in our community that we wanted to fill. Well, plus, y'all can act up and not get called out anymore. Man, so. <laughs> and like, yeah, we'll be in charge. So no, <laughs> right? Just talk, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, it's going to be called. Uh, the Cultivate Collective, um, we're going to start with our first chapter in Cartersville. So it'll be Cultivate Cartersville, and we will be launching our first event on um, – it'll be in February of 2023. So can women – other women business owners from the other area come? Please, yes. There you the go, idea Aaron. is that we just, we just get to know each other, um, and we just get to support. Because what I've found is um, the networking groups have been great for me. I've gotten business from them and I've, I've learned a ton. Um, but what has been the most transformational for me has been the relationships that I've gotten and the, um, the support that they offer me and just the drive that they offer me as well. So, you know, there's different ways businesses can give back to the community, whether that's financial or in kind. And I just wanted to point out that that's what you've done with the Carsville Business Club. You guys have taken on and put together the website and the directory for the Carsville Business Club. And that's an in-kind yes. thing. So um, I know the, the leadership team is appreciative of that. And so we thank you for that and being a part of the community and doing what you do. Um, one last question for you is if somebody out there wants to get a hold of you about your business and want to learn more about talking to you about maybe doing some work with you, how can they get a hold of you? So um, my email is, oh, my name is a weird spelling. So it's Christina at whistlepigcreative.com. And that's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-A at whistlepigcreative.com. Um, or just find me on my Facebook. Uh, we have Whistlepig Creative on Facebook and Christina Woodard on Facebook. Um, and I do want to say that if you do reach out, it doesn't have to be about business. Um, I just like talking to people. I, 
One of the jokes uh, in the networking group is that if you if you ask for a one on one with me, it's at least a two hour minimum um, because I love to learn about your business, but I love to learn more about you. Um, and usually you can't sum that up in 30 minutes. So uh, if people just want to talk and connect and just find someone to just chat with, I would love that, too. So there's a new thing. Instead of a two-drink minimum, it's a now two-hour minimum. <laughs> you network and one-on-one with Christina. It's, yeah, so, no, right. it's yeah, – yeah, if you need to be somewhere, don't plan on meeting with me. But uh, if you have time <laughs> and you just want to, like, connect, I – that's my – that truly is my passion. Awesome. Well, Christina, I appreciate you taking the time. Do you mind sticking around and listening to another story, amazing Absolutely. story? Awesome. Well, now we are going to welcome Aaron and Daniel Reese from the Reese Real Estate Team. Hello. Another amazing couple. Guys, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having us. Um, you guys have some, a lot of things going on that are pretty exciting that I wanted to talk about. Uh, first of all, talk about your, your real estate just a little bit, um, your background, how you got into it. And Daniel, you've got a little bit of a, uh, another cool thing that you can do as well as being a mortgage broker. So you kind of have a two in one there. Um, just talk a little bit about the background and then we'll get into why I asked you to be here. Sure. Um, I think it's seven. Ugh, probably should have rehearsed that, right? Yeah, so so I started in real estate seven years ago. Um, really, the driving factor behind that was we were ready to have a family, and we were looking for a career path that would give us some flexibility and control. And so we both kind of agreed that real estate would be a great path to go down. And, you know, I started out doing it, um, and we both kind of fell in love with it at the same time. Um, it just – it's very fulfilling yeah, it's uh, definitely, I guess in the beginning, we really wanted to do real estate, but at the time, uh, financially, we couldn't really take the leap. So we kind of slow built it from there. And eventually, I could leave where I was working and start working with there and then uh, went and got my registered appraiser license. And then after we got that, I went and got my LO license. And I was like, okay, I want to know every part that there is of all transactions. And ultimately, we've come back full circle and Real estate is pretty much our prime time, but we can do the other things. I don't do appraisals, though, yeah. at all. Just, <laughs> just to be clear, that was for knowledge. Get better at prices right. That was all. Right. Well, hey, knowledge is good, right? So uh, being also a mortgage broker, how does that help you guys being a, a husband and wife real estate team, but also being able to do the mortgages? Uh, legally able to advise people. That really is what helps out and said, I mean, generally you can't go into people's rates or you can't tell them, Hey, let's look at this rather where I can, and I can go through it and give more, and I guess not technical financial advice, but we can look at different scenarios, different loan products and stuff like that. We generally don't work with uh, the buyer being with our real estate side and on the finance side, but we do have people that have to refinance and do cash outs and stuff like that. So it's just more of, again, general all-around knowledge that we can help people with. Awesome. So I know you a little bit. You actually came out when you were with another mortgage company and we were a whole sponsor at our golf tournament. We helped with the ACES Youth Home and Experiences Foundation. Um, so I know you have a, a giving giving back heart, and obviously you do as well because you wouldn't be married to him, I wouldn't think. Um, <laughs> you just mentioned before we got on the air that you do something at a school called High Five Fridays, yes. um, which I think is pretty cool. So share a little bit about that. Uh, ultimately, generally speaking, the last Friday of the month, given holidays that can switch around, we just have, 
I mean, I guess around eight to 10 dads go up to Boston Elementary and we all get out there and high five every single student on the way in, give them words of encouragement. Hey, it's Friday. You know, we all, you're almost there. Like this is the weekend and we just get them all pumped up for that. And I mean, it's tough to have a bad day whenever you start off with a high five was kind of the idea. It's right. really tough for me to have a bad day when I start off with a thousand high fives. Right. So definitely <laughs> it has some benefit for me as well as the children where it makes it really exciting to jump in. That's awesome. How long have y'all been doing that? Uh, well, our son started kindergarten this year and the first one they offered was the first one that we were there. So, and I don't, I don't think I'm going to stop doing that at any point. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, one of the reasons I wanted to bring you guys in is you guys have started a new program with your real estate, uh, helping the helpers. Is that right? Mm -hmm. um, you want to share about that? Because it's pretty cool what you guys are doing. Sure. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So we kind of were brainstorming. Um, again, we both have charitable hearts. And how could we help? Um, it really started with going to the grocery store and noticing, wow, like our grocery bill is going up 50%. This is crazy. Uh, we both come from single mom households. So it's like, you know, we notice this difference and it's pretty substantial. So how are single moms feeling? How are people who are helping our community who maybe don't make as much money um, or, you know, any of that, how are they able to get through this time? Um so we were like, how can we really give back and at the same time, you know, help us, help the community? And so we thought, what if we could help policemen, firefighters, teachers? Um, and so we kind of came to this program, which is basically we're going to be pledging 30% of our commission from any sale um, from a buyer that is a helper in our community. And we're going to give them back 30% from our commission at closing. Um, and that would be just in a check, you know, no paperwork or strings attached. Um, but we just, we think that ultimately being able to close on a house and then have the security of an additional check, 30% of an agent's commission can be pretty substantial. So I, I'm assuming it's veterans, first responders. Veterans. Yeah. I mean, and, Again, like this is just the two of us. Right. So we don't have um, a handbook, you know, just come to us. Um, I mean, it really could be anybody, people who work in a doctor's office. You know, we just want to help people who are maybe struggling during this time. And certainly people in our community that have made us a priority. Um, you know, our brother-in-law is a new Woodstock police officer. So we know firsthand, you know, they're renting a one-bedroom apartment and it's, it's expensive. expensive. <laughs> it's Very really expensive. expensive. You know, and they're planning a wedding and we have, um, you know, uh, another family member who is a firefighter and has two young children and he's working a second job um, as a ambulance driver. So it's it's people like that that we think this program could really help where, again, at closing, they're getting back this check where they could use for furniture, put it back in savings, you know, whatever they need it for. Um, we certainly think that it could really make a difference for these young families. Right. And we do have it to where we can also, instead of a direct check back, we're able to do it like at the closing table. So, you know, if they're nervous about closing costs or actually getting into that home, we can be like, Hey, here you go. Just an example number. We're going to pay $3,000 of your closing costs. We'll put that check there. So you don't have to come out of pocket and whatever's most convenient for them. But we've, I've been here, two and a half decades. And ultimately when we were trying to look at it and it's hard to get in the house, like it's really hard, especially for 
the people we want in our community. We don't, we don't want our firefighters. We don't want our policemen. We don't want our teachers moving away because they can't afford to be here. Right. I mean, they're the ones who brought us up and got us here. And we're, how do we bring them up so they can bring our children up and our children can continue the cycle. So that was kind of the big idea behind it is we want to keep them in our community and it's tough for them to stay in there right now. And while we're going through everything. So hopefully this extra little bit can help each and every one of them. That's awesome. So, but if somebody asked you to maybe put that towards a nonprofit of their choice, could that be an option for them as well? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Awesome. Awesome. Well, again, I'm going to ask you the same question. Why do you think as a small business in a community, you should be involved in the community? Um, I guess it's not really that I should be involved. It's that I want to be involved. And I think everyone should be involved in the community. I mean, that's literally where our backbone or pillar is. And we just kind of wanted to do that. And really we were changing our mindset in general. I mean, We've always had we've had our children's birthday with no presents. You're bringing all of this for the animal shelter, dog food. Like he's understanding what charity is off the rip. So we've always kind of been in the community and doing that. But this time we kind of wanted to take it one step further. Instead of just being charitable, how do we wrap that in our business? And ultimately the idea was money and then community was kind of our primary focus. And we said switch that. Let's think of community first and money second, and we'll let you know in a year if that works out for us. But that's, uh, that's pretty much the idea. And with the branding, I guess that we just wanted to switch over and just go full head of steam. You know, we really wanted to make sure that we're doing the absolute most that we can. And I mean, we were involved in 5Ks, and it looks like I'm going to be involved in another 5K. <laughs> I was excited to hear Right. So, I mean, it's really exciting. We'll have other charitable work that we're doing, but this one, you know, besides just our free time charitable work, this is our work time charitable work so that we can have our entire lives encompassed in it and every day be trying to give back to the community and help. Awesome. So another thing that I wanted to ask you about real quick, um, you guys like food. We all like food. Yes, you that's guys correct. Are, you, you are you are working on a a restaurant, right? We are. We have a, an LOI that was in, and it's going to expire this week. So that's going to put a stall on us because we did a, a cold market analysis over at ninety two and Trickham is where we had our area, and it seems like they're just going to not respond to our LOI. I think they got bought out by someone, but that is the idea. It's going <laughs> to slow down big time on this. Though, what's the, what's the restaurant to give us an idea? Hot dogs. Hot uh, dogs. There yes. you go. Yeah. Some yes. Hot dogs and sliders. We uh, thought cheap food might be necessary for people to be able to grab it. And again, back to the grocery cost, everything has right. been super expensive. So we're like, how do we make the most inexpensive food and sell it to people and not go out of business. We saw that open it up and that's basically what we came down to where it was like, okay, we can sell these for $2 and anybody can come get something for, you know, under five bucks and eat. And right. it's tough. I mean, I think it's like $8 to go to McDonald's now. So, right. So uh, which one of you two is going to be doing the cooking? Oh, uh, that's neither one of us. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, we have a, we have a friend who um, has a lot of restaurant um, knowledge. He actually is the owner of Crave Burgers and Wings off of 92 as well. Shout out to Mo. And uh, he's an incredible person as well. And he was definitely like one of the masterminds with Daniel behind it. Um, so he would be handling that. <laughs> we would trust him with that. There you go. If you've ever been there, they're delicious. So Stone, that means if you wanted a, an event with some hot dogs, 
You know where to go now. Oh, man, you had me at hot dogs. The, ch- the chili slaw dog, are we going to have that on the menu? Absolutely. Oh, baby. <laughs> it wouldn't be a menu without so it. So come to downtown Woodstock, man. Let's hook you up down here. Oh, yeah, that hot dog red- heaven. Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't. Yes. I've only been here oh. a year and a half. Oh, so. man. But no. I- it was a staple. It was yes. wonderful. <laughs> One of my friend, my friend in high school, her mother owned that. And oh, it was, yeah. Really? Yeah. So, uh, man. And hot dog places are like few and far between. Yes. Like it's really hard to find a good hot dog place. I'm really excited. And so am I. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a real reason y'all are here. For yeah. hot dogs. We want to know yeah. more about hot dogs. <laughs> the charity is actually just hot dogs, <laughs> and yes. we're bringing them out. Funny enough, that is a part of it. We we're setting up to go to different schools and like cook out and bring food to them in different. I think Ackworth Police Department, mm-hmm. we talked to Lieutenant, ah, I forgot his name. I should remember it. He was over there doing um, the Ackworth Connections the other day. But I sat down with him, and he was like, hey, you guys can come over here. And I was like, what if we just come and grill? We can show them all of our programs, and we'll show up with food. So maybe they want to listen. And he was like, absolutely. So we're taking our hot dogs to the streets. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I, how did you get involved with doing the high fives? Like, how did, how did that, like, is that something that Boston Elementary does? So it's, it's definitely a PTA-sponsored event. Um, and obviously having, you know, dads do it is really important. It's um, – have there been moms there? It's high fives with dads. I love that. I don't think it has dads in the title, but it's definitely all dads there. Yeah, it's it's a men focused program around dads, and yeah, I love um, that. It's really it's adorable and yeah. special. Do well, any other schools? Sorry, I'm, I'm not trying to take your job. No, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> that's Double what this is about. Let's have a good conversation. Go ahead. I think other schools do do it. Okay. I mean, if they don't, they all should because. Yeah. Daniel will come home so just pumped up after that. And he's like, some of these kids have arms on them. Like, that's he got that glove. (laughs) And it's like a comically large Mickey Mouse type glove. Because the last time he came and he was like, I mean, some of those kids really have some arms behind their eyes. I mean, they're doing like running windmill three six. They're trying to hurt me. Some of them are putting, they're letting me know how strong they are. Well, it's because you're very tall. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. They want to put a hurt. But it's That's so awesome. cool. We actually I coach the basketball team, the kindergarten and first grade basketball team there. So all of those boys except for Jaden, wish I saw him this morning, but every one of them I got to see it and high five before there as well. And they were like running up and hugging me as well. And I was like, ah, so it's just and obviously my son, you know, he was a little excited about it too. Right. And the neighborhood kids where it's just like cool i get to be a part of it and I get to hear him like walk past me and be like, That's my coach. That's my dad. And That's I'm like awesome awesome like you know have a great day <laughs> so, so they're, they're taking over dads for donuts apparently <laughs> we'll be a part of that too yeah, right right <laughs> there's no reason why the other hand can't have a donut. right there you go there you go i love Absolutely. that you're reaching it to not just like the community of adults but like really the community of children because that's another place that we've really found and like especially in, in bartow county there are a lot of like children that are on free meals or like that are on like have one member families and just things like that. So like bringing the community to the children is such an amazing idea. Absolutely. I love that. And any extra positivity that can be put in there. I mean, we're surrounded by technology and negativity and, you know, people are afraid of the recession and like everyone's kind of just got clouded thoughts on there where really positivity attracts positivity, even if that's giving 300 kids a high five and I don't know who they are. Like, have a great day i genuinely mean it you know like mm-hmm. i want you to have these positive reinforcements even if it's just some random stranger being there anyway i can help for adults and children alike like we want to be a part of it we want to be known in the community for helping the community 
That's awesome. So that's another reason we're doing the show, right? Because there is too much negative out there. Let's put as much positive back out there. Absolutely. Um, another question for you guys. Same thing. Ask Christina. If somebody wants to get a hold of you about real estate, how do they do that? My wife. <laughs> so, you can find either one of us on facebook aaron and daniel reese r-e-c-e not like the candy um we have a facebook page of the reese team real estate as well instagram Absolutely. um yeah here's my 770-377-1564 text call i don't care who you are even if you want to have a conversation or say hey how do i get brian's number uh, absolutely another two hour minimum right there Christina. yeah i'm not a i'm not afraid of answering unknown numbers right. still give me anxiety but i'm not afraid of them so they want to sell the property that's an oceanfront property in arizona you'll do it absolutely right. i will i know right. a couple of them already so. yeah there you go there you go i have one more question for the three of you um and so you guys can can take this and run with it if you want to or answer it you know in any order we're coming up on the end of the year holidays obviously um just give our listeners something to go by starting the end of the year, starting a new year, some advice. What, what kind of, what would you tell somebody ending the year, starting a new year? Whoever wants to start with it. Go ahead. Wow. That's like a really, really big question that you're just throwing out super casually. <laughs> yeah. No, and, you know, we I are casual, it was, right? It was very, very casual. I didn't think it would have, you know, something where it'd be deep. If someone just asked me that on the street, I'd be like, that would have caught me off guard. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have a piece of advice that I heard a few years ago, and I think about it almost daily. So um, maybe we could go into the new year and try to make this part of your daily mantra. Um, do one thing each day that can't be undone. I think that sometimes we get overwhelmed with our own like, daily pressure. Um, you know, I know as a mom, you can clean your house and 15 minutes later, it's not clean. And at the end of the day, you can feel like, what did I actually do today? But if you're focusing on things that can't be undone, being kind to strangers, um, you know, reading your kid a book, taking 10 minutes for yourself and uh, prayer, anything like that, um, you've that's you've made it for the day. You know, you can check that off your list. Absolutely. Yeah, I think to piggyback on that, one of the things that I uh, so what I'm something that I'm not good at is I have not been good in the past at giving compliments. It's something that, and not that I like people aren't worth giving compliments to, it's that I feel super awkward. It's almost, uh, it's like an insecurity of mine to, to go out and just give a stranger a compliment. Um, but I've focused on getting out of my comfort zone lately. And I've uh, just been, like I was at the thrift store the other day and I saw this beautiful woman and her daughter and I walked up to them and I just wanted to let them know how beautiful they were. It was super awkward, but... Uh, they smiled afterwards. And so I felt like, okay, like as awkward as things can be, like I got to smile out of it. Um, so I think like, moving forward, um, my goal for 2023 is to be uh, a little more present and aware of what's happening around me so that I can be complimentary to other people. Um, and also complimentary to myself. Um, because I think the negativity that is out there that we've talked about can really, uh, penetrate inward sometimes. So I think being able to look inside and to be like, Oh man, like you, like I didn't get the house cleaned, but like the dishes are done. Cool. Like there's my, there's my win for today. Um, and so just being more complimentary to myself, um, and to others is going to be what I feel is going to move me forward in 2023. Awesome. How about you? Uh, 
I mean, I feel like my advice could be laughable to some, but uh, realistically, at the end of the year, we're all stressed. I can't imagine someone that's not stressed, children or not, or they're thinking about buying gifts, and that's a big deal, or end of the year quotas and all that. But just try your best to kind of silence it, at least in your head, and you know, actually focus on what Christmas is about. It's not just about presents and running late, obviously, and you know. Try to enjoy it and try to enjoy your family and really take that in. And then, you know, the stress will catch up to you. You'll get, you have that any time of the right. year, but you won't have right. these holidays and this honest time with children actually being out of school and you won't have that. And just try to soak up every minute of it because we're, we're losing that time every day. Awesome. Well, I'm going to share a piece of advice. Actually, somebody said to me and hopefully have her on the show soon, Melissa Stevens, who's an incredible, uh, well, she's a business life coach. Uh, she's got a different term for it. I'll let, when she comes on, she can explain it. But she told me it's not about the presence. It's about being present. And I think, you know, we all need to, to think about that, whether you're a dad or a mom, you're a business owner, whatever the case is, just being present for somebody. The other thing that's worked for me lately too is um, I get up every morning and I have devotion and then I have a gratitude journal and I write three things down that I'm thankful for. So that would be my advice. Hey guys, I really appreciate you guys being out here this morning. For all you listeners out there, go have a fabulous Friday. Be positive and be charitable.